Hey, this is Darren with Darren Chatter once again. I'm going to read to you blog number 378 entitled, Understanding That What You Do Is Not Who You Are. I chose for this blog a picture of me from my racquetball days, and in a moment here you will see why. This was a struggle for me, and I know it is for lots of others as well, so I think it is worth some discussion. Allow me to elaborate. As I have referred to many times in my blogs, being a professional racquetball player was my absolute obsession from age 16 to 30. Everything I did, every decision I made, was measured against whether or not that moved me towards the goal. In some ways, this mindset is very much necessary to reach the top level. A certain amount of succession is required as you have a narrow window of time physically to accomplish something, at least in an athletic or sporting endeavor. Other life goals like starting a business don't necessarily have those same parameters, although there may be a case to be made that as a younger person you have more stamina to tolerate the physical demands of working nonstop, for example, in an entrepreneurial endeavor trying to get a business off the ground. But again, the problem with the mindset of that you are your job is that your identity easily gets tied with the things that you're pursuing. For me, wins on the court validated my journey. They confirmed that I was on the right track and that I had made the right decisions to be on this journey in the first place. In case you weren't aware, I left college to pursue this dream with no money, and no future prospects of money to be earned within the sport itself. There was a lot to justify and defend in some ways, and every win was a stamp of validation. But every loss was the polar opposite. It was a reminder of all of the downsides of that risky decision that I made. On top of that, it was a kick in the proverbial groin in terms of my self-esteem. I put too much emphasis on the results in, con in direct conjunction with how I viewed myself. I was miserable when I lost, and it was even worse when it was a loss that I didn't think was reasonable. Any loss to someone who was an underdog was like poison to my system. I loathed myself for losing. Unfortunately, the wins were glossed over. I expected to win many of the matches that I played as it was quote-unquote doing my job. I never sat back and reflected or enjoyed the wins or gave myself credit for what I had done. I did my job and I was already looking towards the next event. There wasn't a ton of joy in the wins or even the process in general. I can tell you with 100% certainty looking back this was a bad operating system. It led to burnout, depression, and early retirement. Let me say this to you again and save you a ton of time, heartache, and maybe some future therapy as well. You are not your job. Your worth is not measured within your sport, your record, the car that you drive, the house that you live in. This stuff does not dictate your worth as a person. Plenty of people with lots of money are complete hack human beings, self-centered, shallow, lonely people. 
And some of the best people out there who barely have a shirt on their own back to give to someone else would, would absolutely do it anyway. None of the material trappings, accolades, and trophies make you a better person. Fame and fortune, in many cases, amplify a lot of the bad qualities that people have. I know it did for me. I was a jerk on the court and someone with a raging and unfounded superiority complex off the court. <laughs> I used to go to the mall with my racquetball shirts on because my name was on the back of the shirt and I wanted people to quote unquote know who I was. <laughs> it's ridiculous and it's so laughable at this stage of my life but that was 20 years ago and believe me that much life experience as well as 15 years of coaching and serving others will definitely change your perspective. It changed mine almost 180 degrees and thank goodness for that. I am so much happier than I was back then and I am a far better person as well. I made the shift from being so focused on myself and to showing the world what I was capable of over to helping others and my life has shifted in ways that I never saw coming. If you are hyper-focused on your career in any form, that is great and it is necessary to achieve really high results. But if you are equating a promotion or winning a tournament with the idea that this makes you better than those around you, you are sadly mistaken. For one thing, if this is how you measure yourself, what happens when you don't win the next one or you're no longer capable of winning an event ever again? If you behave in this manner, the people who tolerate your behavior might not actually be real friends anyway, but be a, instead be along for the ride as long as you have something that's in it for them. If you're a football player who signs a huge contract out of college, be wary of those old friends who come out of the woodwork now that you've been touched by fame. They are clingers, hanging on to gain benefit that they could not get from their self, from them, for themselves they would rather get it from you. Again, allow me to save you a bunch of time, soul searching and heartache. Get wise to the fact that your status being tied to what you do is a bad way to live. What you do does not make you who you are. For one thing, it is a superficial measure that will obviously fade with time. Second, and more importantly, if you have a raging superiority complex like I did, you will alienate good, solid people right out of your life. Again, I lived this and I am trying to impart my mistakes to anyone who will consider listening. I want you to understand that it took me years to work past that and overcome this part of my life. It was wrong to begin with and it never got better until I made some real changes. Do the right thing from the start, or at least start to do the right thing now. No one sits on top of the mountain forever, especially in the context of sports or other forms of fame. Monetary pursuits and material possessions will not fill the void left in your life by being all alone. If you are not a good person overall, you will have to contend with people who are in your life for all the wrong reasons. This is a tough place to be, but it can be avoided if you start correcting your actions and behaviors now. It is a long road to travel, 
But the reality is, if you don't do it, you will end up alone and empty. As always, I wish you luck in your endeavors.